Welcome to Learn, Lead, and Lift, a podcast to empower women to discover their sparkle and use it to make a positive impact in their corner of the universe. Welcome to this episode of Learn, Lead, and Lift. I'm your host, Ann Forrester, and this is episode 27, Learn, Lead, and Lift with Andy Matusiak. Andy Matusiak is a wife, mother, actor, model, singer, pageant title holder, and a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. She teaches self-defense classes, empowering women with the skills they need to survive the most vulnerable situations. Andy holds the title of America's Most Beautiful Mrs. Wisconsin 2023. She is an active title holder, serving her community and donating over 500 volunteer hours throughout the last few years. Through her platform, Breaking Barriers, she inspires and spreads hope through her weight loss journey, sharing information so that girls and women know they are not alone. Andy, thank you so much for being a special guest on Learn, Lead, and Lift. I am thrilled that you took the time to be able to be on the podcast today, and I can't wait to learn more about you. Oh, thank you, Anne, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Now, your background is so interesting to me. You really have done a lot of different things. So I want to talk about first, what is your sparkle? For me, it it really comes down to being able to share who I am and and share my story and my journey. Um, I've I've had so many different and unique situations come up in my life. I was one of five kids and had a a sibling that um, had a major medical condition when she was born and ended up having a heart transplant and then passing away. Um, and you know, kind of some of the struggles that that puts on a family, financial, emotional. Um, but also too, you know, as I've progressed through life, just continuing to, to be myself, um, and, and really showing individuals, you know, that, uh, you can do what you think is unattainable. And, you know, part of that too, my, my biggest thing has been able to, to share my weight loss journey, because there are so many women out there that, that struggle with, um, you know, body perception and just, issues like that where, oh my God, I cannot do this. And, you know, for me, I got to the point where I was almost 230 pounds. Um, I'd been listed as morbidly obese and pre-diabetic. Um, so I think that night I actually went home and, and cried, um, because I, I was an athlete, you know, in, in high school and, and as a young adult and, and to hear those, those words and those things being put to me, like it, it was just absolutely devastating. Um, so I went home and cried and I gave myself my moment to, to pout. And then I said, no, this cannot happen. This is, this is not what I am. This is not what I want my life to be. Um, I don't want to be that individual. I wasn't even 40 at that point. So, um, I made some very, very significant changes on how I lived my life. And, um, within nine months, I lost almost 80 pounds, um, and, and worked really hard to, to make that process work with having a family. Um, yeah, I have a 17 year old son or soon to be 17 year old son in, in high school. Um, I've got my husband, Mike, and, you know, trying to make all of those pieces work and, and keep myself healthy, but I did it. And once I did that, 
you know, it's funny. I've, I've always kind of been part uh, of pageantry on and off throughout uh, my years. And um, my husband goes, I, I think you should do it this year. And I kind of went, what? Huh? Excuse me? Uh, and he really, you know, he's like, you've worked really hard this past year. I think you need to share with others what you've done that, you know, you're, you are them, you know, you, I, I've never been the, the really tall, smite, small, you know, girl, I've never been the size two, And, but he's like, you're healthy now. So really by, you know, his encouragement, I got back up um, on the stage and um, it's, it's been truly amazing just to be able to talk to women. I mean, when I started, it was, it was just really, sharing the message of my journey. It wasn't really looking and planning to be anything big, but, you know, just from being up there, I I've been able to, you know, not only share my journey, but now it's, it's led to the forming of my platform called breaking barriers, um, which, you know, with that, I talk to groups of women, not only about my personal journey, but also to about, you know, the resources that are available to them, there are 22 officially identified barriers that all women face, you know, that cross so many different lines from financial to social to economical, uh, that it, it really makes women understand and realize that we are, we're, we're in this together. You know, I don't have to do this alone. Um, I, I don't have to pretend like I am perfect a hundred percent of the time and, and not know where to go or, you know, what resources I have available, um, which has been great to see. And then also too, to see women who have heard my message and actually be impacted by it. You know, I, I remember, um, you know, one of the experiences where I'd literally just gotten off a of stage and there was a, a member of the audience that came up to me. I, I had no idea who this woman was. And she goes, you don't know me. I don't really know you other than I've been seeing you competing all night. Um, but what you said has so resonated with me. It makes me want to get up at that stage like next year and, and be on that stage and compete. And, and just to hear someone say that is just, it, it's so humbling to know that your message is being received and it, it really is resonating with, um, you know, people across, you know, the country and across the world that I talk to. So, um, it's, it, it's been so amazing to be able to, to do this and, and, and to give women this sense of, I am you, I look like you, you know, I'm, I'm not a size two, uh, I've never been a size two. Um, and they, they see themselves in me. Um, and, and that is absolutely fantastic to be able to see, to give them that courage, that, uh, that inspiration and that energy that they need to go out and attain whatever it is that they think right now is unobtainable, whether it's, you know, competing in pageantry or going back to school or, um, you know, starting their own business or, you know, starting their own nonprofit group, whatever it is. Um, you know, they're, they're really hearing the message and that's just absolutely amazing to me. I think that's really inspiring that you were at a point where you weren't happy in life. You weren't happy with yourself. And like you said, you, you took a moment to kind of sit in that and sit with those feelings and then you did something about it and that you took that experience and turned it into something positive that can help so many more women. I love your platform, Breaking Barriers, and you know, sharing that message of you are enough to other 
girls and women. I think that's such an important message to share. Just being able to share your story and, and taking your story and making that your sparkle and using that to make the world a better place. It, it, it's gotten so much bigger than what I'd initially intended. And it's it's been very organic and and again, very, very humbling um, to know. And um, I think every woman on some level can relate to this, you know, as we look at, you know, different aspects of our life. Um, and I think we're realizing more and more that, you know, we, we are not alone in our struggles, that what we want to do is probably something that someone else next to me maybe not the exact same path, but something similar to it has experienced and there's help available out there and that we have this community and that we can achieve so much more when we rely on each other for, for strength, for confidence, um, to take those next steps when, when we're not sure ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. We are definitely stronger together. Um, I really believe that you talked about you want to encourage everyone to never stop reaching for their goals. And I want to dive into your background because you are an actor, a model, a singer. Share with us some of the goals that you had in the entertainment and performance industry. How did you achieve those goals? So for me, I, I've been acting um, since I was about 10. I did my first stage production um, of the tales of Peter Rabbit. I was very, very proud to be in, in, in this production. Um, it was, it was literally like my rec department's summer drama program. Um, and I'd never been able to have, um, official kind of acting lessons. Um, it just was something given my family's financial situation that wasn't really in the cards. So this was an opportunity for me. Like they let anyone audition and I'm like, oh my God, they're like, this is my chance. And I got the role and I, you know, got up on stage and I have loved being up on there ever since. And I, I did, um, a lot of acting and modeling up through my high school years. And then, um, I like to say life happened. Um, I, I took a, a, a change in direction a little bit, um, went to college to become a firefighter paramedic and met my husband, got married. Uh, we had a family and then, um, gosh, it's going to be seven years ago now. Um, I lost my grandmother who was the matriarch in every single possible way of our family and a best friend of mine within a month of each other. And my best friend was only 42 at the time. Um, and she had three kids a and her husband. And, um, it, it really made me do some very big kind of soul searching at my life of, you know, what am I doing? And is this really what I want to be doing? Um, and, and I realized that a big part of my life in, in acting and modeling, I, I'd always promised myself I'd go back, but I kind of hadn't at that point. And I, I really realized that, okay, it's, it's time to stop procrastinating. Um, it, it's time to, to go back and really achieve this goal. So, um, you know, for me, there's so many different aspects that have gone into this. The industry changed, gosh, so much in kind of my pause of it, that it was almost like I was starting over. Um, but, you know, I got back, um, you know, in the saddle as it were, got back to, to training and coaching and classes 
Um, you know, I'm now represented in um, both coasts um, with agents in LA and New York, which is almost unheard of for someone who lives in Wisconsin. Um, I returned to live theater, um, which is a goal of mine I had for quite some time. And I finally achieved that last fall. Um, and I actually did two shows. I did one in the fall and one in the spring. Um, been doing more modeling and more acting um, and, and really now working towards making that the complete day job. So um, it, it's been a long process, but I certainly, you know, I, I'm so glad that I went back to it and um, have really given myself the opportunity now that now that I know what I'm doing um, as much as I can uh, to uh, to be able to get back into it and really, really be able to pursue something that I love. I love that you find, you know, kind of that fire within when you're out on stage. And, and I am sorry for the loss of your grandmother, your friend, your sibling, you mentioned earlier in the interview, you know, and it sounds like it did this for you, that it kind of helps us to reevaluate our priorities or kind of puts life in perspective. It, it, it definitely did. And I, you know, I, my family, I, I'm definitely an individual where my family comes first. So I, I oftentimes struggle with, with putting myself first, um, you know, and, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, but this really made me kind of take a look at me. And, and one of the points that, you know, another one of my, my really close friends made um, about this was that, um, how can I really be taking good care of my family, especially my son and setting a great example for him if I'm not taking care of myself and doing the things that I'm telling him to do? Um, so that, that one really, like when she said that, I'm like, oh, darn it. Like that makes me look like a bad parent. Um, the, always the thing that I hated when my parents do what I tell you, not what I actually do. You know, I swore I'd never. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. No. So um, really important throughout the whole process. My son, him saying to me, he said, mom, I'm really proud of you. I I'm really glad that you're doing this. You know, he gets, you know, some kind of extra perks when, you know, I go to places and I get to take him along. And he's like, oh, we get to go backstage and we get to do this. He really likes that, of course. Um, but, you know, he, he was like, I'm, I'm really, you know, mom, I'm, I'm really proud of you. And that for me, like is, is worth its weight in gold and then some. Oh, I love it so much. Um, yeah. And congratulations on all your successes and, you know, it's, it's a hard business, um, you know, being an actor, model and singer. And so I love that you're pursuing this and that you've had success in it. Um, yeah, I love to see it. Uh, with all of the things that you're involved in, all of the things that you do, how are you a leader in your own life? Well, I, it comes through in a couple of different ways. Um, one, it, you know, the first one is really um, that I'm leading by example with my son about, you know, kind of practice what you preach. I, I think I've been able to do that with him, you know, a lot in his life, um, particularly when it comes about being a good leader yourself and giving back to the community and providing your community service. You know, he comes along with me for so many different events and community service um, that it's funny when, you know, he's, he's had the opportunity to be a part of several different honors organizations. 
and they always have a community service requirement. He just kind of laughs. He's like, okay, all of his friends around him are freaking out. What do you mean? I have to do 15 hours of community service in a school year. My, my, my son's always like, I do that in a day with my mom. That's nothing. So to be able to, to do that uh, and show him the importance of that, as well as being a strong leader and making your own decisions and being your own person. Um, but also to, you know, the, the different other activities and like I said, community service that I do, um, I contribute a time, I'm a choral director, or I should say a handbells director, um, at my church as well as a member of our church council. Uh, so being able to share my time with those organizations, do the community service. And then also too, I love giving um, self-defense classes, uh, to, to women and, um, normally like high school age girls, um, cause that really gives them such a sense of empowerment. Um, and it, it's great to see that they're taking that initiative on their own and just being able to continue to, to show people that, you know, you don't have to fit into a certain box, you know? Um, I, I'm in pageantry and I train in Taekwondo, you know, half the time I'm sweaty and, and wearing a, a Taekwondo uniform. Um, and then other times I'm fully dolled up with rhinestones and makeup and wearing a dress. I love that you are so involved in the community and especially with pageantry over the last couple of years, you've had hundreds and hundreds of hours of community service. And I think it's so important that what you talked about leading by example, that your son sees that and sees the impact that volunteering and community service have, not just on the individual, but on the community as a whole. And it, I think it's so important to do service. And um, so I love that you're, you're taking the lead on that and really setting that example for your family. I think that's so, so important. And I have to ask you more, uh, when you're talking about being a third degree black belt in Taekwondo, that's amazing that I just love that. And I love how you painted the image of being in your uniform and then you're a pageant queen in a parade. <laughs> so I love that there are, you know, as women, we wear a lot of different hats and you are definitely no exception. So I love that you painted that picture and, you know, and I think it shows too that women are multifaceted, that we are strong and we are beautiful. And I love that you are, you know, examples of both of those traits and really just shining a light on that women can do a lot of different things and there's nothing that we can't do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, you know, it, it's so funny if you had told me, um, you know, even you know, 20 years ago that I was going to be doing this, I probably would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, <laughs> you're funny. Um, it really kind of happened by accident. We wanted my son to have an activity. My, my husband ended up being a stay-at-home dad and he had never been in kind of a, an organized environment before starting school. So we were really kind of concerned. We're like, Oh God, we are not having that kid who can't sit still and runs around crazy in the classroom because he's never been in, in an environment like that. So we're like, okay, we're going to put him in an activity. And we chose Taekwondo for, for a multitude of, of different reasons. And I was always the one helping him at home, you know, kind of learn his stuff. 
And about a year, well, the master instructor had been bugging me for months and months and months. He's like, you know, you can go out there and do that for him. I'm like, no, I have bad knees and I'm kind of a klutz and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I had a lot of excuses, lots and lots of excuses. Um, so finally, about a year after my son started, I finally went in and tried it myself. And that was 13 years ago. So um, I love that my son and I have an activity together. It's a very unique activity, um, you know, to say the least. But that gives me my time with him, um, which is great because I'm a boy mom. I, I don't have any other kids. So um, he he's like my investment. <laughs> and I live vicariously through him. Um, but I, I always, you know, believe even like, you know, years ago, what, like I said, my original degree was uh, in fire science. So, um, you know, I trained to be a firefighter paramedic. It, it really is a testament to the fact that we can be a multitude of, of different things. And again, I think you're seeing that with the different backgrounds uh, of women that are coming into pageantry and, and what they bring to the table and their life experiences. And, and we're becoming more and more diverse uh, as the years go along. You're seeing more and more systems where it, it's not just for the young ones anymore. And you're, you're seeing this evolution of, you know, pageant life doesn't stop at Miss. I think a lot of us, you know, who had competed when we were younger, were like, okay, I got married. What happens now? Does this mean I can't compete no more? No, don't tell me I can't compete no more. No, 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 I don't like it. Okay, I'm not getting married. And, you know, <laughs> they, we, we kind of freak out a little bit. Um, and it, it's, it's evolved into where, it, you know, you've got divisions for married women. You've got divisions for women who aren't married, but maybe have kids. You've got divisions for women who are over 50 or over 60. Um, it, it just, we, we've stretched the limits of what really fits within the realm of possibility. And I think that really, as we continue to stretch those bounds and, and bring more in, it is really going to be a testament to what it means to be involved in pageantry in the future. Because it's not just, you know, it's, it's not just about walking across a stage in a swimsuit or a gown anymore. You know, it's, it, it is really about giving opportunities for women to show who they are, to contribute to their communities and, and make a statement and encourage others around them in whatever talents that they have. And I, I love to be able to be a part of it and be able to show that even as a mom, like I've had moms that say, no, 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 I've got kids now. And I went, okay, I have kids too. I'm married to one. Um, he's the bigger kid than the 17 year old. Um, but th that doesn't necessarily mean you can't have a part of you shared with the world as well. So um, you know, I, I love to be able to showcase that everybody, like when they look at me, they're going, really, you train in Taekwondo. And then I show them video of me breaking a brick and they're like, okay, you're my friend now. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I just, I think that is so awesome. And I really love the point you made. Cause I think it is so true that there are women from all walks of life that are coming into pageantry. And I love to see that. I love to see the different backgrounds. I love to see the different strengths and skills that they bring to pageantry because everyone has different life experiences. And I think there is a spot for everyone. There's a place for everyone. And, and so I love to see 
more married women coming into pageantry. I didn't compete in pageants until I was a missus. And I was actually a mom too, you know, at my first pageant. So I don't know what it's like to compete, not having kids and not having a husband. (laughs) For me, I actually prefer competing as a missus. And I, and I've told a lot of people this, especially, um, you know, women who've had experience, you know, competing at, at the teen or miss level, you know, some of them were like, you know what, I just, I didn't enjoy it anymore. By the time I aged out, I, I just really did it. And I said, yeah, the Mrs. Crew is a little bit different, you know, and we've got some of those life experiences. We've got other things in our life, like family and in our husbands and other, uh, other things to round us out. So when I think when we go to compete, we look at it a little bit differently If we really do look at enjoying ourselves because, okay, we, we do all go to win. Don't get me wrong. Like the misses categories, I think are probably some of the most competitive categories I've been in in my life. So don't, dis- don't, don't discount them. But we also, I think, have a really, we, we all come from a really good place. And at the end of the day, I go home to my family. Crown or no crown, I go home to my family. And if all, all I came for was to take that crown, I'd miss an opportunity to learn something, to experience new people, to meet a new friend. Um, you know, some of my best friends I have met through pageantry that I would not have met otherwise. So I, you know, I just, I, I love competing more as a missus. Um, and I think we set the tone a lot for, and we'll continue to do that in how our, our industry, as it were, um, will continue to evolve. 100%. I totally agree with everything you're saying. You currently hold the title of America's Most Beautiful Mrs. Wisconsin 2023. Share with us how you are using that title to make a difference or an impact in your community. One of the biggest things that I've been able to do is just raise awareness overall that, you know, pageantry is not this kind of cheeky, um, you know, faux pas thing that, that, you know, young girls and and miss contestants take part in um i i've been able to for the last several years um be the head judge for my community's fourth of july pageant um which is really kind of a stepping stone for these girls most of them have never competed in their lives it's really interview and on-stage question based and then they give themselves an introduction uh that they go ahead and deliver to the judges but by being there and being present, them seeing, oh, Mrs. Wisconsin is here. That brings validity to that. But then also too, I'm able to, we've grown the participation. Um, You know, some years it's only been, you know, five or six girls. And when you're trying to put together a competitive uh, environment for these ladies, um, it gets really, really challenging, especially when you're doing four age divisions. Um, But this, just yesterday, we had 21 contestants through four age divisions from four all the way up to 15. Um, And just being able to continue to help the community organize this and, you know, give them suggestions on, on what they can do, improve the process, give these girls, the Queens that win opportunities to make appearances in their community and understand what it means to do community service. um, You know, really, really for me continues to be a, a bright beacon. And then just, it was so funny yesterday doing the parade, um, you know, as Mrs. was the people that come up to you and they're like, Mrs. Wisconsin, Mrs. Wisconsin, we love you. And I, 
the one person I'm like, I'm taking you with me everywhere. Like you're just, you're my number one fan. I'm taking you with me everywhere. Um, but when people, you know, they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Mrs. Wisconsin, we didn't even realize. And, and it really goes to show them and my community around me that, you know, women can achieve great things and you, you want to be able to provide that encouragement um, to from the youngest to the oldest and everywhere in between. I love to hear what you're doing in your community and especially building up, you know, the sport of pageantry. So I love that you're able to get, you know, women and girls in your community involved. And I love that you're a role model as Mrs. Wisconsin. And I'm excited to meet you in person next or this month. Yeah. This month, yes. I'm excited to meet you at AMB Nationals at the end of July. So um, I want to ask you, what would be one final thought that you would want to share with the listeners of this podcast? Just understand that at the end of the day, you are enough. Um, what you bring and what you have to offer it is absolutely wonderful to the world. And don't forget that you have something to contribute. And that if you haven't found that yet, that's okay. That's quite all right, no matter how young or how old you are, but know that you are enough, you are able to achieve your goals and everyone is here ready to support you and to provide that encouragement uh, and, and help you get through the tough times and you will be absolutely fabulous. I love your thoughts that you've shared. And I think that you are, such an example of what you just said when talking about you are enough and you can reach your goals and looking at all of the things that you've been able to achieve in your life. I think you are just kind of a walking textbook example of what it means <laughs> to go after your goals and, you know, to overcome those hard things. So I really appreciate you sharing your story with us and, and sharing all the, the facets of your life. I think it's just so wonderful to see women who have so many different interests and things about them because you will learn something with each one. Really appreciate you taking the time to be a special guest on Learn, Lead, and Lift. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Learn, Lead, and Lift. Find this podcast on social media, on Instagram at Learn, Lead, Lift. Discover your sparkle. And stay tuned for the next episode of Learn, Lead, and Lift, empowering women in all stages of life.